0: Well, hey everyone, and welcome to episode number 23 of our uh, weekday series called Your Questions, God's Questions. And uh, yeah, this is the 23rd day of your questions. So this is probably gonna be the last one. I haven't had any come in in the last couple of days, so this is gonna be the last one. It's a good run, 23 questions. And uh, as I've said before, a lot of the questions that are asked uh, have been asked by somebody else around the world. so it's interesting how how the questions that humanity has of God have a sort of a similar flavor. Uh, but then God turns the tables on us in many ways and he asks us a lot of questions in the Bible. so we'll start uh, we'll start to chip away at those next week. Uh, we're going to take a couple of days off uh, tomorrow and uh, Sunday is our our regular service so that's at 11 a.m on Facebook live and of course we uh, do put it on uh, audio platforms podbean and apple podcasts so i encourage you as always to share this feed and uh, that's your way if you're a, if you're a follower of jesus that's your way of spreading uh, his message and uh, i would challenge you to do that today we're going to tackle a question uh, that is often asked by both uh, people who are Christians and people who are not, and that is, is it is it wrong uh, to doubt God? And uh, f- you know, from a Christian perspective, is it wrong from a, for a Christian to doubt God? Is it wrong for a non-Christian person to doubt God? Um, and there's a lot of um, uh, reticence uh, to the idea of of actually. Uh, doubting and uh, thinking more about those doubts and asking more and more difficult questions about God, about his existence, about the Bible, about Jesus, about all of these things. And a lot of times in religious contexts, we're told to keep our mouths closed and uh, we start asking questions and it's sort of frowned upon. Um, And I think sometimes that's out of fear that uh, you know, well, we're afraid that if we ask the questions, maybe maybe it isn't true. Maybe these things that we believe aren't true. So don't ask questions, because you may rock the boat. And don't doubt, you know. And then we try and distinguish between questioning and doubting. And we say, well, questioning's okay, but doubting's not okay. And uh, well, I mean, if you look into the pages of of scripture, uh, there's an interesting an interesting narrative that's often taken out of context. And it's about one of the followers of Jesus, the early followers of Jesus. His name was Thomas, also uh, called Didymus. And there's a narrative in John's Gospel only for which Thomas is famous. And he has earned the nickname Doubting Thomas. I want to read you this narrative as we answer the question. This is in one of Jesus' post-resurrection appearances to the disciples. Verse 24 of John chapter 20. But Thomas, one of the twelve called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. This was in one of the post resurrection appearances. And so the other disciples were saying to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see his hands, in his hands, the imprint of the nails from from the crucifixion. And put my finger into the place of the nails. And put my hand into his side. I will not believe. Wow, so he's got a pretty high criterion uh, in order to show that he has faith. He, he wants Jesus physically standing in front of him. He wants to inspect personally and touch the wounds that caused his death. Now, that would be a pretty reasonable thing to put forward (laughs) if you're going to believe that jesus rose from the dead well that would be pretty reasonable uh empirical evidence i think well he gets it after uh eight days verse 26 his disciples were again inside this is inside of a closed uh room and thomas was with them and jesus came Even with the doors having been shut and stood in their midst, he he appears to them. Peace be with you. And then he said to Thomas, reach here with your finger and see my hands and reach here with your hand and put it into my side and do not be unbelieving, but believing. In some translations, stop doubting and believe. Notice, he does not condemn Thomas for his doubt. He just tells him to stop, which would be very reasonable because he gave him exactly what he wanted. The, the implication is that he knew what Thomas said eight days prior, and he wasn't even there physically to hear what Thomas said eight days prior. So it's as if he, I mean, if you're Thomas and you hear that, a like, whoa, how did he know what I said? Uh, but then he says, now you have proof positive. Touch me. Touch me with your hand. See? See these wounds? And this would have given him uh, uh, an assurance uh, that Jesus did raise, uh, uh, rise from the dead bodily, physically. Thomas answers him. Fascinating response he gives. And uh, uh, he acknowledges the deity of Jesus in a direct sense. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God, and then Jesus replies, now, is Jesus going to say to him, you got it wrong, Thomas, I'm not God, Uh, you know, no, he doesn't do that, he says, because you have seen me, you have believed, blessed are they who did not see, and yet believed, and so Thomas acknowledges not only that Jesus had risen from the dead, but also that Jesus was God and is God, and uh, he puts the two of them together. And this this is a formula we see throughout the whole book of Acts, throughout all of the all of the epistles in the New Testament, all the writing in the New Testament. The resurrection of Jesus Christ of Nazareth authenticates his claims to being God, and Thomas got it. Thomas understood, and Jesus didn't say you're wrong jesus acknowledged his faith was it wrong for thomas to doubt jesus didn't say so would it have been wrong for thomas to stay in his doubt yes because jesus said stop doubting and believe and this is the thing about doubt doubt if you if you pursue questions about god When you have those doubts and you pursue them, and you pursue them with an open and honest heart, you are going to come out on the other side stronger. You're going to come out on the other side with more faith. Sometimes it'll be a difficult journey. Sometimes your questions aren't going to have the answers that you like. But listen, folks, God can handle your doubt. He exists. Doubt him all you want. But pursue your line of questioning. Pursue it and give God... Uh, a chance to answer and to show himself. Um, the heart is going to ultimately reject what the head is going to reject. You, the two aren't going to be in sync. I mean, we see this all the time. Uh, there are there are musicians, Christian musicians, Christian leaders. Nowadays, who are saying, you know, I've thrown my faith away, and I no longer would consider myself a Christian. Popular Christian authors, and some of their doubts and some of their questions are some of the questions we've answered in this in this little podcast. And so, I encourage you to um, not run away from the hard questions, to not run away from the doubt, the same way that Jesus met this man's criterion and uh and the same way this man grew in his faith the same type of thing can happen with us today as long as we acknowledge that we've got to give god a fair sh- a fair shot if i can say that uh to reveal himself sometimes we're way too unfair to god sometimes we don't do enough work we don't do enough uh sort of research and reading and, sh- and sh- scraping and persevering on a particular question or a particular doubt we have And we should. We should keep searching. We should keep asking. We should keep pursuing. We should keep persevering. Because on the other side, we're going to be believing even more, even as Thomas did. So I hope that that is an encouragement to you, especially those of you who are on the other side of this camera, your followers of Jesus. And uh, I look forward to being with you. Hopefully some of you can join us on Sunday morning, 11, right here on Facebook Live. And I look forward to being with you again on Monday for more of your questions, God's questions. Until we meet again, God bless you, everyone.